but we choose to follow Him. And you've chosen to come to worship Him this morning. And you know something? Your life matters. Sanctity of Life Sunday. Sanctity means importance. You know? Mm. Maybe look at one another and say your life matters. David, your life matters. Your life matters. Now look at him again and say, hey, God isn't done with you yet. Think of that. God is not done with He's not done with you yet. No, no. Uh-uh. No matter where you're at, you might be on top of the, of the mountain today. Just, yeah, God so ain't done with you. And you might be down the valley, okay? But God ain't done with you yet. Understand that. You were created for God. God gave you. He had a purpose for you, okay? He does. Now, I don't know what your purpose is. You don't know what my purpose is. I mean, well, you know, I preach, and I know you guys work, but... Uh, but God does. He had just hanging out with him. Yeah. Yeah. My wife said, Well, Sucky, why did you marry me? <laughs> Do dishes. I mean, come on, I had a purpose for that. No, no. <laughs> That's why she got tired doing dishes. She quit doing dishes. I said, I'll fix that, you know. But no, that <laughs> no, we had <are> a dog. <laughs> The dog looks the place. You know, we actually know somebody used to do that. Big dogs in the house, and they'd have a big dinner and stuff. And they'd actually put the plates on the floor, and the dogs would come and look. And then they put them in the dishwasher. Wow, I tell you, mm. I can't. I really didn't bother me any. I don't know. Uh, I know. Oh, let me see this over here. Nancy, you're all by yourself on the front row today, aren't you? My lands. You had to hold down the front row. Mm-mm. But today we'll be looking at the sanctity of life and just be looking at the Keshachtan, used to be called Distress, Keshachtan Pregnancy Distress Center. But it's no longer called Distress Center, it is called the Keshachtan Pregnancy Center. And it's a, a place to help encourage, to help folks out who are, uh, are having a baby, to uh, to encourage them. And uh, I want to read in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, and you all, you guys can quote that probably from heart. But God speaks to the prophet Jeremiah and says, "For I know the plans I have for you," declares the Lord, "plans for your welfare and not for calamity, to give you future." And a hope. Now you're sitting here today. It's still God's plan for you. Understand that to give you a future and give you a hope. Okay. Shake off the things the world's been saying about you. Shake off the things about you've been saying about yourself. You've been tearing yourself down a lot lately. Some of you have been. Yeah. Shake that off and just draw closer to the Lord. Get to the point that man, honoring my Lord is my joy. And just let God take it from there. Every life He has a, a plan for it. He hasn't made any mistakes. And uh, in Psalms 139, verse 13, and verse 14, it says, For you crafted my innermost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. 
I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. I mean, from the very beginning of life, the minute conception takes place, God already has a plan and purpose for that life. Amen? And God desire that every life would live to its potential. And I know over the, the years, uh, as uh, Roe versus Wade took place and stuff, folks, that uh, what issues have been going uh, against life. But I'm telling you what, I'm here today to tell you, a lot of good things have taken place to turn things around. Amen? There is a, there is a great big movement going back to the sanctity of life. And I want you to be encouraged that today. But I want to share with you from the uh, pregnancy, itself, pregnancy Center some of their information today. I hope you find it encouraging. I said the Pregnancy Distress Center of Coshocton was founded in 1989. How many people knew that we had a pregnancy center in Coshocton? Okay. I wasn't that aware of it myself. But since that time, we have been dedicated to serving expectant mothers and their families by providing life-affirming alternatives to abortion. We remain steadfast in our conviction that every human life is viable. And folks, this organization is Christian-based. Everything is done with the Word of God. Isn't that awesome? And right now, they're being housed in a house owned by uh, Sacred Heart Church up here on 800 block of Chestnut. They want to get their own place before long, someday. Uh, there's three or four different places or organizations that they allow to use that house. And they're trying to get their own, and that's their goal. But from conception to natural death, all lives should be protected and cared for. We are dedicated volunteers who believe all people are made in the image of God, are loved, and are fundamentally fundamentally viable. Every life matters, your life included. Now some of the services that Kashakton Center does, a free pregnancy test, which is very, very important. And folks, it's not based upon income. Amen? A rich woman and a poor woman both get nervous when they get pregnant. Right? Like, oh man, what's this child going to do? What can I do? How can I afford this? How can I do that? And folks, I tell you what, it's an awesome, awesome organization. We had a meeting there last week. A lot of pastors in town, they want to show, show us what they were doing up there on the hill. And they offer a non-judgmental environment. You know, Christian-based, come in. Hey, we're here. They're here to help us. They're here to to offer you solutions. You know, one thing I realized this week uh, is adoption. Now, I know I've I've seen quite a few adoptions take place, or heard of them, and like twenty or thirty thousand dollars to adopt a child, uh, going through adoption agencies. But Christian base, I found out this week talking to a couple. They're very very affordable. Christian base adoption centers are not based for profit. Amen? They're based to bring the mom that want to be mommy and daddies together for a child. And they're very, very inexpensive. So another alternative we have in this day and age, uh, abortion has been uh, pretty popular. Uh, abortion has been completed by many who are scared to death. They didn't know what to do. Amen? Hey. And and so they turn. But now with adoptions and other other alternatives now, uh, there's a better chance 
that they won't go through with that. And, uh, and one thing to remember this, folks, if anybody ever been through an abortion, God is a loving, caring, forgiving God. Understand that? He, he's come to reconcile us with the Father in heaven, okay? There's not one thing that He will not forgive as we turn our hearts towards Him. So please remember that. And I know someday we'll have an opportunity, uh, to see all the children who didn't make it on this side of the, of the womb. They're gonna be in heaven. They're gonna be, they're gonna be, there's about 60 million of them right now. There'll be a welcome committee for us. Amen? I always remember that. It just, people can make a decision based upon what they have going on right now. And sometimes little young ladies are, are become pregnant. And sometimes families will kick them out. Like, get out of here. And, and they're scared, and, and to know that there's an all there's a place that will help them. There's a place that will help them with formulas and and, and clothing and stuff, and, and and just to to support them uh, emotionally, emotional support. Yes, that's, that's so important emotionally. I mean, finances are nice, but emotional support, you know, if actually in relationship with the husband and wife, is what's more important: money or the emotional support. And it's emotional support. Money would come in second. The same way with those who are facing decisions that they have to make. It's physical, emotional, and spiritual support during pregnancy. They have free baby starter kits, free cribs, diapers, baby clothing, and maternity clothing. And also they offer post-abortive healing and support. And referrals to community services is some of the things that they do up there. You know, uh, doesn't matter if you had an abortion, no matter how long ago it has been, it be a month, two months, ten years, twenty, thirty, forty years, they are still there to talk with you, to help you. If you haven't worked through it, they'll help you work through it. Not judging you, not condemning you. They're there to the hands of God to reconcile you with the Lord, with yourself. To get away from that condemnation that the devil keeps trying to put on you. He said earlier, we're set free. We're free indeed. Amen? That in addition to providing expectant families and their children with essential baby supplies, we also seek to meet spiritual needs. Only Jesus can provide the living water that sanctifies our thirst, satisfies our thirst and weary souls. To that end, we are committed to being a gospel-centered ministry. In addition, we are planning expansions of services to better meet both physical and spiritual needs of pregnant women and families in the community. Only Jesus, only Jesus can offer that healing process. Jesus in John four thirteen and 14, it says, Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of waters welling up to eternal life. Wow. And when you share Jesus... To anyone, no matter what they're going through, it makes a difference in their life.
So their mission is providing life-affirming alternatives to abortion, what they want to do. And with their heart desire right now, they want to purchase a ultrasound machine. I don't know how much them things are, but I think they cost a dollar or two. But when you, yeah, uh, so you know, if you're going to check out today for a million dollars, uh, but that way when the, uh, the expectant mother and father, both, when they come in, they can show them this little life growing inside of them, this little, this little fingers and heartbeats and stuff, and, you know, and, uh, even though it might be a difficult pregnancy because of the environment they're living in, they see that little life in there matters. And now they have support of people to help them out. It says, We strive to bring clarity to complex issues and concerns by providing life-affirming alternatives to abortion. In a non-judgmental environment, we seek to provide physical, emotional, and spiritual support during pregnancy to empower each woman to make positive choices for herself and her baby. Promoting life and family according to God's restorative design, through building relationships we promote God's restorative design for all aspects of life and family, including parenting, fatherhood, motherhood, sexual integrity, and spirituality. Extending healing to victims of past abortions who desire to be whole. Throughout, throughout, through our post-abortive care and support, we extend healing to hurting women and, and men with an opportunity to meet Jesus, who binds up the brokenhearted and sets the captives free. I mean... God created every life for a purpose. And sometimes when we interfere with that, we can think that God can never forgive us for that. But Satan's a liar. He is a liar. And we've got to understand that. And who God chooses, and He chooses to forgive each and every one of us. Think of that. I know in Coshocton last year they had 18, uh, 18 abortions took place in Coshocton. It says here that since 1973, more than 60 million unborn children have lost their lives to abortion. Abortion is one of the most frequently performed surgical procedures in the United States. Abortions in Ohio represents 2.5% of all abortions in the United States. And there were 21,813 babies that were aborted in 2021. But, the good news, that over the last five years, and this was taken from 16 to 20, the result of the dedicated compassion of the pregnancy help centers, an estimated 828,131 lives have been saved. Think of that. Just think of that. Man, they will reach out and help uh, struggling moms and, and dads on their decisions say, man, there's hope. You know, there's people out there to help you. You know, God can help you. So look at that. Millions of lives saved since the creation of the Pregnant Help Center in the last five years. Through the Abortion Pill Reversal Network, 750 babies have been saved since its inception. 
Wow. They have an alternative pill to the abortion pill that a lady can take it and it can help, if taken in time, can offset uh, what the pill was designed to do to destroy that life, you know? Uh, here locally they have a, an outreach of some needs that they have. And, uh, one thing they're looking for is, is help and support from different agencies. Uh, and for you, yourself, it says uh, some of the survey information they have is, uh, according to the survey of CareNet in 2021, four out of ten women who have had abortions are regular church attenders. Fifty-four percent think churches oversimplify decisions about pregnancy options. Just keep the baby, just put it up for adoption. Sixty-five percent believe church members judge single women who are pregnant and only 41% believe churches are prepared to help with decisions about unwanted pregnancies. So, it says four out of ten women who have had abortions are regular church members, you know. And I think, I just praise God that that's where healing takes place. Amen? That's where healing is in the church. And whether it's abortion, no matter what you had in your life, God is a healer. And that's where we find that at. Is here knowing that God loves us and He forgives us and He, he strengthens us. And for, for us, but we need to remember what He's done for us. What He's forgiven others and not for judge one another. Amen? We, we should be, we want to be, and you are, but a helping hand. Yes, and maybe you're unwed and maybe you have a baby coming, okay? Okay. But let's look at the baby. Okay? The baby needs help. And you need help. You know? Sure. Maybe you weren't planning to have a child. Maybe maybe it was a uh, an evening out and you made a couple of decisions that you shouldn't have. And now you're pregnant. Hey, that baby's awesome. And so are you. You're still to be a mama. The church is still here to help you. The church is here to help you what you need and help that baby. Amen. God, life is important. He said from the very beginning, God had a plan and purpose for that child and a plan for you. Your life might have took sideways steps. You might have, you know, instead of going this way, you're going this way now. But, hey, he'll bring you back around. Don't condemn yourself. And the church needs to be able to reach out and help those and give them hope. At the Counseling Center, they also provide uh, uh, counseling for men, women, and family members. Ongoing communication at the individual's pace. And we don't all learn at the same time, do we? In the same way. Sometimes we got to hear it again and again. Or sometimes we hear something we don't really agree with, it, we don't understand it, or we, we just can't. Yeah, God's going to forgive me. But we go back again and again, and people understand that yeah, God wants to forgive us. In fact, He already has forgiven us. We need to forgive ourselves. Amen? They offer complete confidentiality even within the pregnancy center. So if you go to the pregnancy center to speak to a counselor, that person does not relay any information to the next counselor. He says all one-on-one unless you give them permission to speak to them. Kind of like if you come and talk to me about a situation and then I'll say, well, 
Okay, prayerful situation. Do you want me to share that with my my wife for our prayer concerns, or do you want me to keep it to myself? And you say, well, I really don't want anybody else to know. I keep it to herself. That's where the pregnancy center is. No one's going to advertise you. They're not going to uh, have your picture on. Hey, look at this person come today. Uh, it's it's all it's like going to see a doctor for healing. Uh, Becky Armstrong is locally up at Kishakin Pregnancy Center to help you out. Uh, they are looking for volunteers. They need someone. They have a uh, right now. They got a small clothing area. Look for someone to come up maybe and uh, help take care of the clothing or maybe clean. Uh, they call it a clothing room and boutique coordinator. It sounds pretty fancy, but trying uh, uh, to organize all aspects of our used clothing room. This includes sorting, tagging, displaying, new and gently used donations. Uh, this person is responsible for the overall maintenance of these areas as well as coordinating with volunteers, giving them the necessary training, instructions to carry out proper organizations, cleanliness and neatness of these rooms. Now this area here, background check and uh, an orientation will be required for it. Uh, uh, mission advancement coordinator, client marketing, uh, uh, event team, help with set up, clean up, and serving on event committees for our major events, a fair booth. You know, that's where we got to know them uh, out the fair booth. If you guys remember their show, the nine months of pregnancy from wee little feller and the, the full term, you know. Uh, hospitality team provide food for events as needed. Team coordinator will call volunteers to recruit and assign tasks prior to each event. That's what we had there last week down at the uh, hotel. Uh, or, no, it wasn't the hotel. At the church, Calvary Baptist Church, is, they put together a brunch for us. And uh, if you want to get Christians together, offer food and they're going to come and listen to you. So, uh, Donation of new and gently used baby items. They're always in need of items, especially from zero up to two T. And I think in that time frame, uh, from little babies to two toddlers, they don't really wear out their clothing; they outgrow their clothing. And so that's you know, and what a blessing that is for folks. Babies coming and they need clothing and stuff for them. A diaper drive, and to raise money for diapers or collect diapers. And they have a thing called a uh, fill a bottle. Uh, and now we're going to get excited, guys. <laughs> it's a baby bottle, and I'm going to check with him on Friday. And uh, you bring it in, you set it in here, and it, 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 it collects change with it. And when the bottle is full, we take it up to them and turn it in and give us another bottle bring it down. So, I mean, the, the difference it makes, I mean, we have change. You put, you know, you put a quarter in, I put a quarter in before long. There'd be enough money maybe to buy a package of diapers to help some, somebody out. But making a difference in their lives because we all want the baby's lives. We want babies to be born. Amen. Uh, we want them to fill out the purpose that God has for them. And, but people need help doing that. And just knowing together as we bring our funds together, we can help a life of a little baby. You know, making a difference because if we stand up for the right for life, uh, we got to look at some of the reasons why lives are terminated. And a lot of it is financial. A lot of it is because they can't afford it. Uh, some are scared. And so we can help make a difference to bring this baby on. Or, uh, like I say, adoption, you know. Uh, there's a lot of baby, folks out there wanting to adopt a baby. And 
that's another area where we can help uh, encourage folks. Another thing, looking at the community coordinator, have a lot of areas up there that they're looking for for help. If that's part of you know, God's you know, calling you to to help out at the center itself, they are five hundred one c three. They do want to get their own building someday and expand it. Have more classes. They have parenting classes. They have classes with the new daddies and new mommies and all kind of thing. But it's all biblically based, you know. Uh, it's kind of like here. I mean, well, I've do uh, I've done weddings before, and I've done wedding counseling, and people will come in, and I'll share what the Word of God says uh, about being married and about couples, and uh, and if their life at that time isn't lining up with, I'll suggest them, hey, you know, get God involved in your life, you know, let Christ come into your life, and uh, you really build your marriage upon that. And some will receive it, some won't receive it, but we share that. That's what the pregnancy distress pregnancy center would do also, is sharing God's word. But again, helping you give alternatives to abortion is what they're trying to they're trying to do and also helping young folks starting out with babies. You don't have to have a, a you might, oh, I don't know I want to put my baby or not. It might be, hey, I want this child, but man, I need some help. And that's a place to go. They'll show you where to go. They'll show you all the things in the community available. I know when our children were small starting out, they had a, a WIC program. And they actually brought milk and cheese and eggs to the to our house and dropped them off and stuff, you know. So a lot of, a lot of alternatives out there. But truly, I believe the church should be in the middle of it, helping, you know, whatever we can do here, and all, all God's people to help out. But a couple other things, I'll, I'll step away from this a little bit, but when we talk about uh, an abortion and stopping a life that God had had designed, had a purpose for, maybe think also that Satan still does that today in human adult lives. You know, many lives have been separated from God, aborted from God because of sin. Think of that. Because of sin, the purpose of the God's life for you has been stopped because sin came into the world. In Isaiah 59, 1 and 2, it says, and I've quoted this quite a few times too, that uh, the Word of God said, Because of your iniquity, because of your sin, you have made a separation between you and your God. And your sins have hidden his face from you so that he does not hear. Otherwise, he, sin has separated us from God. It has aborted the purpose that God had for our life from the beginning. And Micah 3, 4, So then they will cry out to the Lord, but he will not answer them. Instead, he will hide his face from them at that time because they have practiced evil deeds. Again, sin has aborted the life that God had intended for us with them. And we just said earlier, you know, God created us for Him. But sin came in there and wedged it. Mm. So, life can be stopped in the womb that God already had a purpose for. But life out here can be stopped because of sin that God had purpose for us. But either way, God is a redeemer. God redeems us. He told uh, Moses, Whoever has sinned against me, I will block him out of my book. Now, that's how serious the sin is in God's eyes. 
He'll, he'll, he'll remove us from His book. Again, separate us from God. But, thank God, if we read in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send the Son into the world to judge the world, but that the world might be saved through Him. Not to judge the world, but to save us. And that's what God has done for each one of us individually here. He has done that for us through Jesus Christ. And so may we also offer the same forgiveness and no judgment for those who are out there, those who have been through sin, those who have had abortions, those who have... Uh, for yourself. Quit condemning yourself. Quit judging yourself. God so loved you and He loved me that Christ came to redeem us. Jesus tells us in John 3, 5 and 7, He says, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Don't be amazed that I said this to you. You must be born again. And when Christ came into your life, when you received Him as your Savior and Lord, boom, you became born again. You're a new creature, a new creation. The old things are gone. That life that sin was aborting you with from God have been dissolved. You're alive in Christ. Ephesians 2, 1 and 5 says, And you were dead in your trespasses and sins, in which you formerly walked according to the course of the world, according to the prince of the power of the air, of the spirit that is now working in the sons of disobedience. Hey, hey listen. He's saying one thing. He's following the wrong path. He's listening to the wrong words. You were dancing to the wrong drummer. Put it that way, okay? Satan was your father. Is what the Bible tells us. But among them, we, we too are formerly lived in the lust of our flesh, indulging the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, even as the rest. But God being rich in mercy, God being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which He loved us, loved you, Remember we look at each other? So your life matters. God isn't done with you. <clears throat> but God being rich in mercy because of His love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in our transgressions, made us alive together with Christ Jesus. By grace we have been saved. Think of that. Renewed. His love. Great love. Folks, if God can forgive us, God who who created us, everything. If God can forgive us, folks, we got to learn to forgive ourselves. And we got to learn to forgive one another. In Second Corinthians five seventeen it says, Therefore if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creature. The old things passed away, behold, new things have come. Satan brings up your past. You don't live there no more. You got a different address. Amen. You're a new creature. What has been done has been done. But Christ has come to renew us, to give us a life, 
given life more abundantly. To take away, he took, we said all the time, and Carol teaches on Bible study, he took our shame to the cross. He bore our sickness and disease, our shame. Renewed, man, we got a new spirit. We follow Jesus. Many of us today, I know, if we could go back 30 years ago and take Jesus with us, we wouldn't have done some of the things we did, right? Amen. But man, we got to look at where we're at today. Man, whew, we're going away from the old, falling into the new. We didn't know. We were, we were wrapped up in our own stupidity, our own, our own egotism, whatever it was that kept us running to the Lord back then. But man, we got Jesus today. And now how awesome it is. How many here have made better decisions and started following Jesus? Anybody make better decisions today following Jesus? Have we got four or five of them? Okay. Right. So our desire is to share with others. When I look at someone and they're making the same decision I did before I knew Jesus, my heart desire, hey, can't talk to you for a minute? You can do what you want to, okay? But let me tell you about my story. I thought the same thing, you know. Uh... It's easy as in, uh, to put your, maybe you put your job before your family, okay? You put your job up here, then you put your recreations down here, and then you put something else, and go down here, you put your family, and then maybe your belief in God. And you realize maybe it's completely backwards, isn't it? Let me tell you, and listen, put, put God first, then your family, then your job, and then go from there, reverse it. Because been there, done that before. It doesn't work out very well. But to share that, I'm not telling you what to do, Len, okay? I'm saying I, I've been there, this is what I discovered. Uh, you know, you might want to think about it, you know. And uh, at least you're, she's not doing nothing wrong, okay? Don't start any rumors started, okay? But at least I'm sharing what Christ has done in my life. That's all I can do to share. Then you might receive it and say, oh, man, thank you. Or you might say, oh, I'm not sure. But it's still planted in you. That's what God wants us to do with our life. He has a share when He tells us to the things in our past, how He's changed our life, encourage others to continue to or to start following Him, okay? But our life matters. And again, as I share the last verse today, it's in John one twelve. But as many as has received Jesus Christ, to them He gave their right to become children of God even to those who believe in His name. God adopted us as children. Look at the difference in your life. that You did not have to be born a Jew. Amen? Born as you are. And God so loved the world, He sent His Son. And those who receive Him, boom, we are born again, born in the Spirit, and we become a child. He adopts us. And look how your life is different today because you've been adopted. Otherwise, you were dead in your sins. You were born in the wintertime, remember? Born, and boom, no matter what type of, of good days you've had, you still was born in sin, you still had a sin life, and you're still headed to hell. But He adopted you. And that plan and purpose He had for your, your life is working out every day. As we follow Him more and more and more. So the sanctity of life is, man, every life matters. And if we get an opportunity to help folks decide to go full term, a child can be adopted, then we've done what we can do. Amen? 
but to make a difference in people's lives. And so we can. Every one of us, we love children. Every one of us, we, we want to help kids. And so, again, I'm thankful that we have a Shockton Pregnancy Center. It's not the stress center anymore. You don't have to be in stress. It's the center for information. Uh, it can even be if, if you have someone in your family or you know someone that's going through a tough time and they're pregnant and you can always go there and speak to them and they might share your ways of, of helping or literature information or whatever, you know. Because uh, it's a, a tough decision. Uh-uh, I know it is. The days that we have, it can be a very tough decision for youngsters and we can just do our best that we can. Help make a good decision, but remember, over eight hundred thousand babies have been saved through this outreach. That's awesome. But God forgive us for anything. Is there anything we can ever do for anybody here? If we can help you, we can talk with you, we can share with you, pray with you. I was blessed this week. Had several people come in want to see me this week, and. Uh, I had a couple of them before they left, they wanted prayer. Share your hearts with me. But before they left, they, Let's, will you pray with me and come and agree with me in this matter? I thought, oh man, that's awesome. You know, recognizing the power of prayer. You know, and like Brother Rick and many of you, you know the power of what prayer does. Getting God involved. I always say prayer is like tag team, hot code, and getting that fight with you, you know? Inviting God to the situation, you know? But uh, we're here to help you and do what we can. Be encouraged, folks. God isn't done with you yet. He's not done with the United States yet either. We'll still be that beacon, that light of, of Christianity shining through the world. But by best, we're seeing gains taking place of truth being brought out. Uh, and to keep praying for our legislation to stand up to make good laws for our country and, and for the children that we are, are coming up behind us. You know? Amen. Let's pray. Father, we do thank you, Father, for this organization that we spoke of, Kishokton Center, Pregnancy Center. We thank you for the opportunity to hear from them, God, to see what you're doing to that organization. And Father, we seek your wisdom and guide us that, that we can do all that we can do, God, to help uh, in your movement through them, Lord. God, we thank you for everything you've given us. We thank you for the opportunity this past week to share your word and just to love on one another. This week coming, God, you already got it planned out for us, so we continue to follow you, Lord. We thank you for every opportunity that we'll witness to others today to share your love. God, we continue to lift up our nation today. We pray for our leaders. We pray for those in authority over us, God, that they will seek you, be guided by you, but mainly, God, surrender to you, that they will know you as Savior and Lord. God, for those who are raising up in the ranks and political agendas, Father, we pray for their strength to do as you've called them to do, Lord, and they may find more and more support from those around them to know that they are doing the right thing, God. But we pray for our children and our children's children today, and we just place the blood of Jesus over them, the occur no weapon formed against them is going to prosper. God, that they are our gift, they are our inheritance. We have a good inheritance, Lord. May your angels continue to watch over them. May you bring those into the schools that have an agenda of yours, God. And those who have any
perverted work agendas, trying to pervert our children, better be removed from the schools and from any power, Father. That every life matters to you, and that life is to be raised according to your word, Father. That we continue to give you the praise and we give you the glory. In Jesus' name, amen, amen.